Moses teaches us a lot, all of us. Moses, for me, as a Christian, is a prime example of my journey of faith. Because Moses is chosen as a sinner by God to go out and, and save his people. Moses is given the great task of, of leading, of interceding, of praying, of, of carrying out the, the law and the prophets and bringing people to the, the, the knowledge of God's goodness. <coughs> so this week, as I, I was reading this first reading, I kept thinking about the, this, this job of Moses, how tiring it must have been, how he must have needed a break once in a while, always constantly on the move with, with, with the, 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 the people through that desert, constantly moving up and down that mountain. Someone said to me this week, I wonder how many times Moses, how many uh, times Moses went up and down that mountain? And I said, when they uncover his Fitbit, we'll know. <laughs> he must have gone up that mountain many times, very tiring. And then to come down to the joy of, of celebrating God's word with his people, leading them in prayer, and at the same time dealing with their grumblings and, and their, their own personal failures in, journey, in the journey. So no wonder he's tired when he gets to this great battle. Israel's losing. God says to Moses, don't give up. So this is where Moses really plays a great role for us as Christian people. He shows us perseverance in trusting in God's will for us. So what does Moses do? As long as he holds his hands up, Israel has the advantage. As long as his hands are raised, Israel is winning. When he puts them down because he's tired, they, the, the, the Amalek troops begin to, to move forward and make advancement. So as I thought about that and, and how Aaron and, and her come to his aid, you know, and they, they hold his hands up so that, so that the, the, the battle is, is guaranteed to be on their side, thinking of, of the hand of God. It's not Moses' hands that are, that are keeping this, this, uh, the people safe. It's from their distress and from their, their, their enemy and from, from the things that are persecuting. It's really the hand of God. The God who, who creates the heavens and the earth. The God who sweeps the, the sea into two so that they can trot, uh, cross dry shod and be safe from the, from the enemy. It's the hand of God who continually feeds them and guides them and, and brings them the, the blessings that, that they deserve and beyond deserve. It's God who frees his people from the hand of their own sin and the oppression that comes with it. It's God whose hand is pierced for us on this cross. It's God whose hand reaches out to Peter when he's struggling on that sea, it's God's hand who reaches out to touch the outcasts of society and heal them, and bring them to fullness. What Moses says to us and as Christian people is that we all face difficult times. We all face times when, when we're just tired. We're tired of fighting the battle. We're tired. We just want to give up. Everything seems futile. Everything seems like it's just lost. It's over. We're losing the battle. We're, we're ready to admit and face defeat. And Moses says we're not alone in this. When Aaron and Hur come to his aid, they're sent by God. It's, it's not by chance. 
that they were there. I always think this, this is not part of my notes, but I always think this, we didn't, all of us who are in this room tonight didn't gather here by chance. For some reason, God wanted us here, each one of us in the place where you sit. God wanted that, and he made it happen. When I think what he shows is that in, in, in all of our midst, if our, if our minds suddenly turned into cartoons and we all had bubbles above our head, and all of the thoughts of our minds were coming out for people to see, we'd all notice that we're probably struggling with something. Something today is burdening us. Something today is weighing us down. Something today is causing us not to be the full piece of joy that God created us to be. God wants us to know we're not alone in these battles. Just think how many of those people like Aaron and, and, and her who come to, to Moses' aid, how many of them just come to our aid? How many people in our lives have just stepped in there at the right moment? Not by chance, not by luck, but by divine providence. Someone came and lifted us, helped us. Last week, the week before rather, in the weekday masses, we talked about intercessory prayer. And, and, and we may have said something at Sunday Mass, I'm not sure. But we talked about intercessory prayer. We're going to soon pray. We're going to say, Lord, hear our prayer. Lord, hear our prayer. Lord, hear our prayer. And sometimes when we do those, we think, why are we praying that? It doesn't have anything to do with me. Why am I praying that? It has nothing to do with me at all. Why, do, why did we say this? And there's someone else somewhere in the world that is saying the same thing. But for us, it means that somewhere, someone needs that prayer. Someone, we're asking the Lord to intercede. We're asking someone to lift their hands so they can fight their battle. Just as someone in another country is probably saying, at 310 Hertzler Road, there's a problem, problem that needs to be addressed, and we'll pray for it. And you intercede. You, you divinely come to their aid. Intercessory prayer, people who come into our lives not to be intrusive, not to be, to be nosy, not to be naggy or overbearing, but people who just want to help us because God sent them to us. People that we shouldn't repel from ourselves when they ask for help. Let our pride shrink a little bit and say, yes, I could use your help right now. How many times do people say, can I lend a hand for that, to help you with that? And in our pride, we say, no, 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 I got it all covered. I'm fine. God sends us this, this divine assistance in ways that we'll never comprehend. We pray about it at times. We say we want to be one of those people. We say, make me an instrument of your peace. We say, where there's hatred, let me sow love. Where there's darkness, let me shed light. Where there is sadness, let me bring joy. We want to help others. The psalmist reminds us of, you know, when, when we're those people who are, who are struggling, we're those people who are, who are calling out for help, where do, we, where do we go? And the psalmist says, I lift my eyes to the mountains. Where comes my help? My help comes from the Lord, who made heaven and earth, the Lord who, who loves me, the Lord who cares for me, the Lord who has not abandoned me. The psalmist says, he's beside us at our right hand. And that the Lord will guard us from everything that is evil, will guard us in our coming and in our going. It's a trust factor. Trusting that God still comes to our assistance. Great composer, J.S. Bach, great organist, 
great musician. At the top of every manuscript, he always wrote these words, Jesu Yuval, which means in Latin, Jesus help. Jesus help. If the world's mightiest master of music wouldn't dare put his fingers on the organ or compose a single melody without first calling on the Lord for help, what about us? We are divine masters, creation pieces of the divine master. St. Bonaventure says, we can do nothing unless the divine aid comes to support us. That divine aid is at hand for anyone who seeks it. And those who tr truly humble, who with truly humble and devout hearts ask for it. Another spiritual writer says, when we are in great pain and when we have fear, when things look extremely difficult, it makes us very, it's very difficult for us to pray. But we have to raise our mind in anguish to God and ask him for the strength just to hold on. Teresa of Avila, whose feast day we celebrate today in the church, says God will never abandon us even when we are troubled or when we are distressed. It's not like God's going to go away. You know, think about that. How are you? And we start to pour out our woes and our friends have something to do very quickly. You know, their cell phone suddenly rings, or we thought it did. Or they need to go, oh, I just remembered I got to go somewhere. They don't want to hear it. But God does. As human beings, we need each other. And I think Moses teaches us that. Moses teaches us that in that whole 40-year journey. That together, we overcome the darkness of our doubts. Together, we face any challenge that comes our way. Together, we can fight the battles. Together, we overcome adversity with the power of faith, which is the power of God. What Moses teaches us mostly is that we are human and we do have burdens and our hands become heavy because we are frail. But he teaches us that God will come to us and that none of us will win our battles alone, that there will always be someone there that we have to help each other. What Moses and Aaron and her teach us tonight in this great journey of perseverance lift someone else up. Let us lift each other up. And as a Dutch proverb says, we continue to pray to God in our storms, but we also continue to row. <laughs>